Hello, everybody, and thank you for checking out the podcast version of Jamie's Conservative Review. This is episode one. I am Jamie Wyckoff, a Christian conservative parent who's running for the Burke County School Board. And I'm going to try this podcast thing out and see where it goes. But for those who know about my Rumble videos, I still plan on doing some more of those. So whether you're in the video or audio, I'll have something for you. Now, one thing that will be different with the podcast is that I won't be reading any of the explicit books like I did in the Rumble videos because I want you to be able to listen to this with your kids in the car. And as some of you might know, YouTube deleted my channel for reading some of those excerpts of the books that I found in our schools because they said that they were just too sexually explicit. And I'm obviously going to talk about my school board candidacy as well, and I'll have other candidates on, and not just from Burke County either. So you can listen to their ideas about issues and what they plan on doing if they are elected as well. I plan on doing some Q&A episodes where I can answer questions sent in from citizens and do some of those with the other candidates also. I also plan to have people on like local pastors, some elected officials, or just uh, other parents or citizens that want to get their input in on what they want to see changed with the schools. And I have had a few people tell me that they appreciate the work I've done with the pornography situation, but what else would I do or what else would I change? So you'll hear all those things as well. And so this will not be just a podcast about the book situation like the Rebel channel has been. There'll be topics like school choice. We'll talk about security and safety. We'll talk about social-emotional learning. We'll talk about critical race theory, the budget and things like discipline issues and a whole lot more. But what I want to do today is just talk about who I am and why I'm running, or really what made me want to run is the better way to put it. But as I said earlier, I'm a Christian conservative parent, and I'm a lifelong resident of Burke County and a graduate of East Burke High School. And I'm married and I have two children who both receive services in the Burke County Public Schools. I also have an older son who graduated from East Burke High School. But I spent about 22 years in law enforcement as a police officer. I had about 10 years full-time and then another 12 as part-time reserve. I've been an instructor for basic law enforcement training since 2005, which is all that I'm doing with law enforcement now. But now I help my family business that's here in Burke County and uh, if you want to read my complete bio, that's on my website at jamieforburkkids.com. So what made me want to run for the Board of Education? When school started back in about 2021, I went to my first school board meeting there, and I sat in a packed room where parents and citizens were all expressing concerns over the mask requirements. And my attendance at that meeting was twofold. First, I didn't want my little five-year-old girl wearing a mask over her face for seven or eight straight hours a day, breathing in her own bacteria all day long. And second, I was also there because the critical race theory materials that were in Burke County Public Schools that I had found over the summer. And I watched this parent after parent after parent went to the podium and they expressed their concerns with the mask. 
And I sat there and listened to doctors that came in and other people in the medical field state their opinions. And one thing that I believe was very clear is that the majority did not want their children forced to wear a mask. And by that point, we were 18 months into the virus. There were several things that we knew by this point. We knew for a fact that masks were not blocking out anything from passing through the cloth. We knew then that the children were not having the same difficulties if they contracted it as the adults were. We knew that there were possible complications from wearing masks for extended periods of time, like bacterial infections. We also knew that the subject of masks had become a political issue. But month after month, the board kept voting to keep the mask and ignored the majority. And there always seemed to be a reason given like, this is what other counties are doing. And people became angry and they became frustrated. And honestly, I felt the same. However, I wasn't just mad over the decision to keep the mask or the fact that the CRT issue was getting absolutely nowhere. But I realized that I was part of the problem. And the problem was that I voted for most of the individuals who were not listening to their constituents. And I told myself that I wouldn't ever again cast a vote for individuals who had just been there for a long time or just because I knew they were going to be elected because everybody else was voting for them. But the election came in November of that year, and we elected three new individuals and everybody thought that the masks were over with. And the citizens came out and voted to put new people in. And unfortunately, that didn't help. And we were right back in the mask. And many of us felt like the board was not going to be as conservative as we had hoped. So then came the decisions about the CRT materials. And these materials were telling students that all law enforcement were racist. And being an officer for over two decades, I knew that CRT was a false political ideology being spread across our country just to drive a wedge between people, primarily the younger generation, and the police. And critical race theory is a form of socialism. CRT teaches that there's an oppressed class of people and there's the oppressor, and so does socialism. But just like the mass... School media personnel made excuses to keep the books. And they incorrectly claimed that students had a First Amendment right to the material and that even though that there was vulgar language in the material, just like the F word, alone being used 90 times, the students used that language themselves in the hallways of the schools, which made it okay. But never once they addressed the core issue which was that the material was presenting a dangerous and false political ideology, and they had nothing to counter it with. And also, the entire challenge process was biased. And I was shocked when I read some of the responses from the school's challenge committees. One of the things I was told by the media coordinator was that me, a parent using my right given to me in the policy at that time, the challenge material, that was purchased with tax money was, quote, simply not good practice. And I'll talk about all that in detail in the next podcast. 
But even though the books remained in the high schools, the board agreed to make some changes to their out-of-date media policy. And around May of 2022, a new policy was adopted. And some of, the, some of it was great, and some of it not so much. But a good thing was that it did remove the use of the extremely liberal American Library Association's rules. This was a step in the right direction, especially since the newly elected president of the ALA is a self-proclaimed Marxist, and she was the keynote speaker at the 2023 American Communist Convention. So the new policy also made a requirement where if they wanted new materials to be put in, then they had to be approved by the central office. However, in my opinion, it, it did take away several parental rights when it came to book challenges. It, is, it says that professional educators are in the best position to decide what is or what is age-appropriate. And it also did not specifically address porn, pornographic material as I hoped that it would. And I'll get into that also on the next podcast. So a few months later, after the policy was implemented, I thought that I was done with the book situation. That was until I discovered that three of our high schools had a book in their media centers that was being addressed in other school districts throughout the country as being pornographic in nature. And I bought the book and read the book, and I was shocked that it was in our media centers. And as I began to prepare my challenge, as I had before, I found out with this new policy that I couldn't challenge the books. And that's when it became clear that there were several issues with this new policy. But I went on to find about two dozen pornographic books in our school libraries that had content containing every type of sexual act that there was, including rape and incest. The North Carolina Values Coalition referred me to a group in Raleigh called the Pavement Education Project. They checked out our catalog and they found about another dozen pornographic books that I had overlooked. And I created a website for parents and citizens to see the material for themselves and in February of this year, I addressed the situation to the school board. Now, immediately, some of the board members went to work addressing the issue and even began reading the material for themselves. However, others remained silent on the situation or even showed their approval for the content. One school official stated that they felt most of the high school students, even though there's some as young as 13, were mature enough to handle the content. And it became very apparent that some of the school officials did not want to address it since it is a controversial issue. Only controversial to those who have not read the material or see no issue with supplying minors hardcore pornography. So I felt compelled to bring the issue to the people of Burke County. But I never thought in my wildest dreams that I would ever be one day be running for political office. But this is something that I sincerely do believe that is something that God wants me to do. And for that reason, I am running for the Burke County Public School Board seat at large position. But as I began to speak to other parents and citizens, teachers, and even some of the teacher spouses, it became even more clear that this is something that I need to do. And I learned about their concerns as well. 
And I found that most of the issues that I believed were problems, they saw it as problems as well. We have a conduct and discipline issue that's so bad that the News Herald published a story about it. Parents have also expressed their concerns about safety, and with my experience in law enforcement, I can see that there are some improvements that can be made in that area as well. I believe, though, that everybody on the board makes their decisions based on what they think is in the best interest of the students. But I do also feel like when you actually have children enrolled in the schools, you have a lot of skin in the game. And whatever you choose to do or whatever you decide, it's going to affect your children and your flesh and blood as well. After all, most people wouldn't want to give their child hardcore pornography to read. But we do have some good conservative folks on the board, some really good people, but they got to have some help. There's this huge issue that seems to be ignored right now, which I think is the elephant in the room. Homeschooling is the fastest growing method of education right now, and the numbers continue to rise. And as a parent, I completely understand why, because there shouldn't be any reason for parents to be scared to send their children to public schools, but some are. And I've had multiple parents tell me that they just don't trust the public school system and they don't want to take the chance on their children being taught political and social issues or sexual matters that does not align with their beliefs and values. And I'm very much a firm believer that school's main agenda should be producing young people to be productive members of society and to prepare them to enter the workforce. When most of the students cannot proficiently read and write, they do not need to be spending time on social issues or how to, quote, find themselves. Schools are not a place for those types of things, and that needs to be addressed at home. Right now, there are billboards across the county advertising to bring kids into or back to public schools. Billboards or commercials won't bring the kids back, and the only thing that will is for parents of this county to get their trust back with public schools. So all that leads me to this. The overall reason for why I'm running is because my two little ones have several years of school ahead of them. And I want to do whatever that I can to make sure that not only they, but all of the kids of Burke County have the best education, the best opportunities, and the best experiences possible. And I'll end by saying this. I truly believe that we have some of the best and most dedicated teachers in the state. And I know several of them. I have already had one child come through Burke County Public School System and had no issues whatsoever with any of his teachers that I can recall. However, there is that very small number that is very open about teaching their beliefs and they have even gone on record saying so. And their job is to teach a subject that they were hired to teach not to undermine the authority of parents and to tear down the personal beliefs that parents have worked hard to instill in their children. It's time that all that comes to an end. And until then, the public schools can just plan on losing more and more students to homeschool and private schools. And this is why I support school choice. Public schools should have to compete like a business would, especially considering they are tax-funded. And it shouldn't be anything like well, we have the most up-to-date computers, and we have the best sports, and we have the best band programs, 
and we have the newest uniforms or whatever it may be. All those things are excellent and they're nice. That's not what the majority of parents care about. It boils down to this. Where is my child going to get the best education that will prepare him or her for life, whether or not they anticipate attending college, but to be productive and successful members of society, all while respecting the family standards, beliefs, and values? Parents won't keep their children from attending public schools because they don't teach CRT or they don't have pornography in the libraries, but you can guarantee that there will be a lot of parents who won't send their kids there if those things are present. But thank you for listening to the Introduction Podcast. Please share this with your friends and family and to help me spread the message. And subscribe and get notifications when new podcasts are available. If you haven't been to my website, go check that out at jamieforburkkids.com. J-A-M-E-Y for Burt Thank you and God bless.